Welcome to the Digicom Cafe, located at the intersection of faith and technology. We hope you enjoy your cafe experience where we cater to your digital and spiritual appetites, and build interest in the amateur radio hobby, one story at a time. Please stand by as we get ready to launch this episode of, Radio on the Rocks. You are about to listen to a Radio on the Rocks Cafe cast interview, which occurred on March 30th, 2019 in the Digicom Cafe on Zello with Denny J, KD5DLJ, and guest Jim Campbell, KB3PZN of Newark, Delaware. KB3PZN, welcome to the Digicom Cafe. This is KD5DLJ. And uh, kind of curious, how in the world did you get into this hobby of ours? Well, I guess they're back when I was little. My parents took uh, my mom's parents lived down in Homestead, Florida. Anyway, uh, they bought me a Radio Shack Patrolman Four. I think four band. I was listening to a VHF high or low, I forget which one. Anyway, I'd listen to these, uh, this man and woman be talking. And it's a, hmm, okay. But then uh, I found out as they were talking, they were not married to each other and it was getting, uh, let's say, spicy. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that was, uh, that got me in the radio. Then, as it got older, I joined uh, fire company got into the scanner world. I listened to scanners, uh, the runs, and uh, eventually, when I started working with a major credit card uh, company that made credit cards, it was uh, one of the maintenance guys there who was already a ham, and he, he threw the bug in my ear, talked to me about it. Actually, I uh, I think it's up here around 202 in uh, in Delaware. Took novice tests. I didn't really study on the code, but I didn't pass it. But that was my first inkling. Then I uh, I spent some more time away from ham radio, busy with the fire company scanners. And about maybe 10, 20 years ago, well, 10, 15 years ago. I worked at another senior care community. They wanted uh, amateur radio operators for their disaster committee. Okay, you know, tornado comes by and stuff. So um, my immediate supervisor knew I was uh, interested. So went to Chestertown, Maryland. Uh, went to classes. Anyway, passed my tech, got my tech license. And got into uh, various clubs. Um, three years later, upgraded to general, where I am still. And I just, um, uh, my first radio was a uh, Yezu FT60, which I still have, and lately got into uh, DMR, which I really enjoy. And uh, every so often I dabble into uh, PSK 31, 
of a Yezu 857HT, correction, 857 Mobile for HF, which is more or less like a dust collector. I seldom get on HF. Well, it sounds like you're really more centered in the emergency communications aspect of amateur radio. Um, kind of wondering if you have any particular stories of using amateur radio to help someone that you could share with us. Yes. When I first got licensed, I probably wasn't licensed no more than a month. <laughs> I was listening to these two guys talk, and they happened to be local. One of the guys, uh, his car couldn't start, and he had to go to work. And I was off that morning. So I threw my call sign in, wait to be acknowledged. And I told him who I was and the guy that had the uh, car wouldn't start. And I was talking with him, who was uh, N3VRY, good friend of mine now. Anyway, uh, he, uh, he agreed for me to come on down. I had a portable battery jumper and got his car started first time him and I even met and uh, he uh, a little late getting to work but the car got started he went to work that was the first time we ever met yeah very cool well, I think a lot of people think that uh, if you're an amateur radio you just talk to a bunch of strangers and sometimes on HF it can be like that but uh, I think many of us have found that we can we can acquire some wonderful friends through this hobby and uh, I wonder I wonder what your experiences have been you know that was a very touching story but I bet you have a lot of friends in ham radio and uh, maybe you'd like to uh, shout out to some of them and uh, give them some special thanks for uh, their friendship and uh, uh, the conversations you've had or maybe even opportunities to get together and have what we call eyeball QSOs face-to-face -face. Uh, those are always exciting I think when you talk to someone on the radio for a period of time and you feel like you really get to know them and then finally after many hours of conversations on the air you actually get to see them face-to-face -face. Uh, I imagine you've probably had some experiences like that haven't you yeah a few people N3VRY John uh, he's Helped me with amateur radio in general. He's uh, given me a lot of good information. He's helped me on DMR, DMR code plugs. Uh, we trade information back and forth. Um, in fact, one time his wife got into an accident and he left his house going to the accident scene and he called me on the radio, so I got in my car. I went toward location. I got there first, but there are like four guys and just her. So uh, amateur radio brought some help to his wife. Uh, John eventually got there too. But, and let's see, another person uh, would be, uh, boy, um, Alpha Delta One Alpha Mike. 
Uh, he's not on radio. In fact, he's blind now. But he's helped me over the years. A lot of good information. He's uh, lent me some equipment. Uh, it's, it's numerous other people. Yeah. Back to you. Yeah, that's very, very cool. Well, I know you uh, have been an EMT also, I think. So you've used radio outside of amateur radio, just general communications for a lot of things. And uh, I bet being a ham radio operator has uh, probably better equipped you in using communication tools and devices for your jobs too, hasn't it? I enjoy amateur radio better. <laughs> it's more casual. Yeah, with the fire company, I actually had, uh, uh, they're about 18 years in Delaware, they have what they call fire police traffic crowd control at fire scenes. And I had my own two-way radio with the fire service. And, um, like, I've been out on the street, cars going by me, directing traffic, all that kind of fun stuff. But, um, uh, radio at work. My shift, the radio, is uh, like my right arm. Okay, I'm night shift. There's only a few of us that can hear each other. Yeah, if I had to choose between work, fire, amateur, I'd rather choose amateur radio. It's casual. Uh, not tied down to any specific way that you have to talk, you know, within reason. Um... And let's see, the, uh, the longest signal contact I made, and I have a QSL card, around the 24th, 25th International Space Station Mission Corporal Wheelock. I was at home on my sofa, uh, and it was uh, flying over. I was tracking it. I listened to him through my call sign out. And it came back, his voice. That was like maybe a few seconds, but um, yeah, VHF goes straight up. Yep, uh, there's a lot of great tools out there for communications. And now so many of them are uh, going digital, and many of them are uh, beginning to use the Internet as the uh, propagation method. And there's quite an argument about that uh, going on in amateur radio circles today. What are your thoughts on that? I see you're kind of a big fan of Zello all of a sudden. I was on Zello a few years ago. Uh, there's only one person I was talking to, a friend of mine down in southern Delaware. And uh, just for one person, I got rid of it. And, uh, put it back on my phone probably within the last several months where I got no... Uh, uh, the guys in the SBE-R2 channel, it's, uh, Lou, Anthony, stuff, uh, you, and the other Digicom Cafe, uh, folks, and there's one or two others, um, uh, back to you, Danny. If you were, uh, to run into a young person who only had a smartphone, who was somewhat curious about what you're doing with your uh, ham radio communications, what would be uh, the, the reason you'd give him 
to get into amateur radio and get his license, what would be the uh, the number one reason? You can talk to people that you've never met at any time, any frequency, and you don't, and you don't need a lot of power. Uh, plus all technology that is in amateur radio that you can learn. Um, and also, uh, since they carry cell phones, I would mention Echolink. Kids love cell phones. When they have a cell phone, they can have an Echolink app. And at least that's a step in the right direction. Well, very good. Well, thank you for uh, taking the time to do this interview and uh, letting us know how you got into ham radio and how you've used it to, to help people and and make friends from around the world. And uh, we appreciate you here in the Digicom Cafe and what you bring to uh, the table with your friendliness and uh, uh, desire to make friends and to make people feel welcome here. So appreciate it, Jim. Thank you very much. KB3PZN, KD5DLJ. Uh, you're welcome. I, I've enjoyed this. It's uh, it's nice getting stories out there in the world. Okay, Danny. Uh, thank you very much. KD5DLJ, KB3, Papa Zulu, November. Thank you for listening to this radio on the Rocks Cafe Cast. Visit our website at digicomcafe.com to see our extensive digital buffet menu, and listen to all of the live conversations on our Cafe on Ice stream. Or this and many more episodes of our Cafe Cast.